All right. Thank you for joining me on the premiere episode of Buckle Bomb Entertainment Presents The Lockup, um, where we will have wrestlers, commentators, anybody semi-involved, at least in the wrestling business. Uh, with me today, I got Juniper. How are you doing today? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Nice, lovely day. Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for having me this evening. Oh, it's my pleasure. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, you know, talk about how you started getting into wrestling, you know, what made you become a wrestler? So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll uh, start from the beginning. So growing up, I always watched wrestling with my cousins, my family in general, but it was more passively. Um, the match that kind of made me more interested in wrestling was the ladder match between Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Um, I was too young to remember it when it happened, but thanks to the power of VHS, I was able to see it when I was a bit older, and it really gave me a greater appreciation for wrestling. And I mean, hell, see where uh, ladder matches are today. Who would have thought it? Right. Certainly, even even you know, it's considered one of the best ladder matches, if not the best. And even without that, it's still one of the best matches of all time in general. I would say. Definitely. So, um, you know, just gaining interest there. And at the time, I was also in martial arts. Um, so I felt that growing up, it seemed like it would be a great crossroads between, like, theatrics and, you know, something a little more physical. So, uh, What kind of martial arts did you study? Uh, so I studied jujitsu and later on a little bit of Okinawan karate. Do you watch Cobra Kai? Uh, I have not. Okay. Sad to say. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I have a lot of my friends tell me, oh, you got to watch. you got to watch. I'm like, I'll get to it eventually. It's on my, my to-watch list. Growing to-watch list. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I'll get there. Uh, so now you wrestle under the indie name Taryn, correct? That is correct. Now, how did you come up with that name? Any, any inspiration in life for that? Not specifically. Strangely enough, I wanted a name that could be taken, it could be seen as androgynous because I have seen both males and females named Taryn, but mm -hmm. other than that, I was kind of open. It just kept coming back to me, so I figured I'll stick with it and see where it goes. It's unique. I haven't really seen that name used too much, uh, so hopefully you make, make it the most famous one. Thank you. Uh, so you want to talk about who some of your favorite wrestlers were growing up? Um, so anyone who was just a bit more flamboyant, whether it be Shawn Michaels or watching, you know, old videos of Macho Man, Randy Savage, even people who were a bit more out there like Goldust, they just, mm -hmm. they always seemed to captivate me. The ones that showcase some uniqueness to say. Oh, definitely. Uh, so we'll get into some of your work a little bit here. Um, you're in the tag team gauntlet at uh, Flophouse's goddamn Christmas special. Um, so how was it? How was that? Um, that was actually really fun. It was my first tag team match, and I got to team up with Mickey Knuckles, who wasn't quite as uh, enthused as I was. So, <laughs> um, now the other event you had um, that was recent was AWR's Cabin Fever. What was that like? So that one, that was kind of a take on, it was making light of the pandemic because most wrestlers are a bit stir crazy because they're, they're not really, in, there isn't enough wrestling for all of us to, to go around. So for that, um, it was just kind of a, something fun and different to do um, while making light of a situation that nobody is happy about being in. So right. glad I did it. <laughs> 
Uh, so now you're relatively new to training and wrestling in general. How's it been kind of wrestling you know, during or training during the pandemic? Excuse me. That's been very difficult. Um, you know, I've worked closely with some people. That's why I'm, uh, you know, I work with Flophouse as much as I do. They are still putting on like closed set events and they're doing everything they can to keep, you know, performers and staff as healthy as possible. So figure it's a very low risk setting and they're able to do things consistently. Uh, the other event I know that you've been working uh, was Weekend at Schwartzies. Um, that one just came out on IWTV, is that correct? That is correct. It premiered on Monday. <laughs> uh, so how was that? Do you want to talk about that one a little bit? Um, that one was uh, also a really fun show. I got to be a part of an elimination scramble. There were 10 of us, and I didn't know how 10 people in one ring was going to work, but it actually worked out really well. And Nice. No shameless plug, but if you don't have IWTV yet, you should sign up with promo code Flophouse for five free days. <laughs> it's definitely worth it. I got it recently. It's definitely worth it. Just, just Same here. so much content. Oh, yeah. Um, going back to um, Cabin Fever a little bit, uh, Legendary Jazz was there. How was it to have such a huge presence from her there? Uh, what was it like working with her? You didn't, well, you didn't work with her directly, but how was her presence there? So Jazz being at uh, the goddamn Christmas special, I only had a brief time to uh, speak with her, um, but she was incredibly cordial and just a complete 180 from like the badass you see in the ring. She's just such a sweetheart in the locker room. So it's kind of great seeing that contrast. <laughs> yeah. um, how about future goals? You know, what kind of future goals do you have? What do you see yourself doing in the future? I, you know, so much is currently open right now just with everything being closed and shutting down with the pandemic. So I guess I'm trying to keep my goals a bit open. Um, I'd like to have most of my weekends booked up so I can get my name out there more. Um, love to wrestle in Japan at some point, you know, maybe Zero One, maybe Impact here in the States. I, I guess I just, part of me is still so new to this that I'm still excited to be actively like pursuing my childhood dreams. So, All right. Uh, some of it's just kind of a wait and see. Uh, so, can you tell me maybe a few indie wrestlers you would love to hopefully work with in the future, and you know, goals for you know professional wrestlers you would love to hopefully work with someday? Um, so an indie wrestler I've noticed uh, recently, I'd love to work with. Uh, they're named uh, Max the Impaler. Mm -hmm. I. No next show they'll be on is AWR, uh, whatever their show in February is. Um, if I ever had the opportunity to, opportunity to, I'd definitely love to wrestle Jazz, too. Um, you know, even as she's gotten older, she's still amazing to see in the ring and truly, you know, an expert in her craft. Right. It's just, I'm just glad that, you know, she's still able to be around in wrestling. Oh, agreed. Very much so. Uh, what about professional? Who would you love to wrestle professionally? You know, some might be my CN like AEW or WWE or even Impact. You know, for me, with how I set goals, it's hard for me to really see that far ahead since there's so many steps in between where I'm at now and like that end goal. Um, that would definitely have to be something that I have to get back to you on a little bit. Um, so what we'll do here is play a little, little rapid fire game. Um, I'll read off questions and just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. We'll mix in a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of non-wrestling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best heel of all time. 
Chris Jericho. 30 years in business. You know, he's gone back and forth. One of the best Eagles, one of the best faces. Oh, and, yes. now one of, and now one of the best factions of all time. Good point. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite wrestling commentator? Ooh, that would have to be good old JR. I, I just grew up with him, just has that, uh, that voice. Voice of our childhood. Very much. Um, how about your the best game of all time, you know, whether it be video game, card game, board game? Ooh, really puts me on the spot. I guess <laughs> I have to do a card game. It's called Flux. Just really mm -hmm. kind of fast paced, quick to pick up. So if you only have five minutes, you're good. If you want to sit there and play for an hour while BSing with your friends, you can. How about best flavor of cake all time? Ooh, that'd be red velvet. Yes. No questions. <laughs> totally agree. Actually just picked up some red velvet cake today. Can't wait for later. I'd invite myself over, but you're a few states away. Yeah, a little <laughs> far. <laughs> uh, Tickets to WrestleMania or tickets to Double or Nothing? Ooh, I think I would have to say Double or Nothing. Hmm. I would say that, you know, those are both probably key events from both promotions there. Definitely. What about if I threw Wrestle Kingdom in there? You know, I've always been a fan of Wrestle Kingdom. I've never obviously been able to see it live, so um, right. I think I would have to chomp at the bit for that opportunity for sure. Do you like the two-night events, or do you think, like I know WrestleMania did it last year, and they're doing it this year again. I know it's the usual tradition for Wrestle Kingdom, I believe. I'm always torn, because being busy, sometimes that two days can take me like a week and a half to watch. <laughs> realistically um but if it's well composed i you know make those events as long as you want i suppose <laughs> if, but then if you're like oh okay wrestlemania is eight hours long it's like oh, you gotta sit in front of the tv for eight hours to watch it and that's tough yeah um if it could be any animal what, what are you picking ooh, ooh. never thought about that before um put you on the spot I guess I'd pick a fox, maybe. Okay. Kind of fly, kind of cunning. Little skin. All right, so for the last one here, the greatest wrestler of all time. Did you repeat that? You broke up a little bit. Sorry. Uh, the greatest wrestler of all time. Ooh. Just for the fact that he's so recognizable, I think I'd have to go with Hulk Hogan. He's personally not my favorite wrestler of all time, but like, when you talk about wrestling, especially older people, Hulk's I mean, is what you go to. I mean, he certainly brought in a whole bunch of new audience, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so do you have any other events coming up that you want to promote? Anything you want to talk about? Um, once again, with the pandemic, things are a little bit uh, slim currently. I know that at the end of the month, I'll be uh, wrestling for a company in Coloma called GLWA. They're doing like a giant Royal Rumble-style event, and uh, I knew a few of the people, so they asked me to be one of the entrants, and I was nice. happy to oblige. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get your name out there, right? Exactly. Great. All right, so if people want to find out more about you, want to follow you on socials, uh, where can they find you? Um, so on Instagram, it's at Fairy Taren. Um, on Twitter, because Fairy Taren was taken by a banned account, 
Um, I have Toon Juni, T-O-O-N-J-U-N-I-E. And then uh, you can find me as Taryn on Facebook. And of course, we will post the links to those in the description for the video up on our podcast and up on our YouTube video. And of course, on our Facebook page. Uh, Juniper, thanks for joining me here. You have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. You too. Bye-bye.